Welcome to Succeeding Daily with Ethan Mussolini, a cutting-edge daily show with tips, tactics, and strategies on how to accelerate your personal and professional success. If you believe that you deserve more and can achieve more with the right transformation of coaching and mentoring, then this show is for you. You'll be given the tools to experience the best version of yourself. This show is brought to you by www.succeedingdaily.com where you can sign up to receive the latest updates of of this show and supporters who donate at www.succeedingdaily.com forward slash donate. Today we are going to talk about how to boost your self-esteem. And part of what gives me the authority to talk about this, apart from writing the book, Confidence and Self-Esteem Secrets Exposed many years ago, and having noticed that it's one of the biggest needs we have, at least here in this country, uh, Uganda, is that I've been a victim of very low self-esteem myself, having been born in a very poor background, being a victim of jiggers or bedbugs, uh, being told that you never mount anything, that uh, my head looks like a grinding stone. I used to think that I looked too skinny for my own good. I got uh, kicked out, not kicked out, but rejected by the first love of my life. At least I thought then when I was about the age of 14 or 15, I used to see myself uh, looking at neighbors who would have milk or tea and for us wouldn't have something to take. And I always, you know, tattered clothes, uh, shorts with holes at the back of my uh, short. You know, so I used to see myself as a second class citizen, not like fitting in. I would feel small before uh, people who I thought were higher in social rank or educational rank. So grew up feeling small, so to speak, in courts. And yet, by God's, I lost my mom when I was nine, lost my dad when I was 17, so I was an orphan, but by God's grace made it to um, a career university on government sponsorship. And it's friends, my dad's friends who contributed money for me to finish A-levels because my dad was a P2 graduate and he was a tailor, so we didn't have much when he passed on. And we're a big family. So I'm very thankful to my dad's friends. And one of the things that I remember, though, is uh, that really turned my life around is my dad uh, had told me that wherever you go, speak up. So when I was in senior five, by divine accident, I engaged into a debating competition and qualified to be a district representative as a children's CA delegate or constituent assembly delegate. For some of us who are younger, that's uh, there was the current 1995 constitution. There was uh, a debate about it until it came to life and children had representatives. So I was a district rep uh, alongside another lady called Faith. And so that really boosted my confidence and self-esteem. So one of the tricks that I learned then, uh, no, looking back is you discovering what your gift is, is one of the key turning points on uh, boosting your self-esteem. And so for me, when I saw that, oh, I could speak, automatically my self-esteem and confidence got up. And therefore one of my, uh, you know, first, 
forward to today, I would highly encourage you to figure out what your gift is and work on it. So I paid attention to it, worked on it, and therefore that's what has led me to the life that you're hearing I am at now. I made a decision to be a motivational speaker and coach way back in 1998 when I was at the university because I felt like God telling me that that's what we need in Africa, someone who can give people hope. So uh, that now here I am uh, with what you've heard uh, about how my life has transformed to a level where I consult for some of the biggest organizations, author, father, <laughs> uh, husband, and uh, many other things. And I've been self-employed since September 2003. So back to this subject on how to boost your self-esteem. Now, when we talk about self-esteem, we really mean the positive um, we mean when you have high self-esteem, it means you have positive feelings about you and when you have about yourself and when you have low self-esteem, it means you have negative feelings about yourself. That's what it really means. And it's also about belief and confidence in your own ability and value. And it's about how you feel about yourself. So just to, to determine the key differences about confidence. Uh, so there's positive pride, self-regard, and then self-worth. And self-worth is the key thing here. Do you really feel that you're worthy? And that's something that... I've worked on many years and I'm still not perfect, just so to speak. I'm not like a complete article yet. I, I'm, look, I'm still working on myself every single day to make sure that indeed I improve my self-worth. Okay, so why is self-esteem important? Why this subject, first of all? Number one, self-esteem enables you to like and value yourself as a person because that's core. And when I'm talking about these things, by the way, please, uh, one of the biggest gifts we can give to humanity is to see how we build the self-esteem of our children. So as I'm talking about these tips and tricks and techniques, also look back and think how you are raising children or how you're relating to children or young people because they are very sensitive and their self-esteem is formed, especially between the age of two and nine. Whatever they, you feed them is what stays with them for the rest of their lives. Of course, this can be changed through hard work. Like me, I had to work so hard on myself through study, through coaching and mentoring and um, re lots of reading. So it's not like it's totally gone. It's just that we have a huge opportunity if you have uh, young children. With uh, self-esteem, you're able to make decisions and assert yourself and confidence in, uh, and also having confidence in your ability and value. You're also able to recognize your strength and positives. At least for me, I was able to discover that I could speak in public. Uh, you feel able to try out new or difficult things because then you, because you feel like you're worthy, then you also have this faith and belief that you can engage uh, new things and get going. You're also able to show kindness towards yourself and others. By the way, some of the people you see who are cruel to other human beings, sometimes because they lack self-esteem. You see, how one looks at themselves is how they look at others. And some people really, because I consult with several organizations, and sometimes, oh, this manager always makes me want to feel bad and all this. Sometimes it's because their self-esteem is low and they feel for them to feel better is that they have to bring you down. So therefore, one of the best ways you can also create a better work environment, I know most of us here are leaders, uh, 
uh, is to actually work uh, towards imparting positive self-esteem in your team. Here are six core strategies that will improve your self-esteem. Okay. Number one is self-improvement. Okay. Self-development in both soft and technical skills is extremely important. So my biggest budget is on personal and professional improvement. So things like, uh, you know, reading, uh, attending workshops, hiring a coach, having mentors and all this, all that is an investment. I always challenge people that whichever money you spend on yourself, for example, especially on coaching, it's a huge investment. The other strategy is to pay attention to the environment that you're in, because the people you're with, the, or the, the people you engage with are going to determine um, what sort of mental, emotional, and spiritual uh, psyche you're going to have around you. So part of that is not only the people you hang around, but also what sort of information do you have access to? So is it information that is uplifting? And you have to also run away from negative people. You see negativity, we know according to kinesiology, which is the science of muscle testing. If you, for example, hear the word, for example, when you say the word I can't, or you hear a lot of you can't and lots of negativity, your body automatically goes weak. And when it's weak, then you cannot impact the world in a better place, in a, in a better way, I beg your pardon. So hang around positive people and consume positive information. Okay. The other key to boost yourself is to be uh, is to be forward looking to boost your self esteem. You have to stay away from self pity as much as possible. Learn from past failures, but don't dwell on them. Start creating the future. The problem is one of the when I'm coaching clients, say one on one, when they come to me, is that they start recounting their failures back and forth and all this, and they oh it was awful and oh I'm like yeah well that was it. So what wisdom can you pick from there? And and what is your next future? What are you focusing on being moving forward such that because we are going to, you're going to spend more time in your future. So where are you going to be at then? So the key thing is to be forward looking, to be very positive and know that tomorrow will be better. One of the things I'm very grateful for, which I believe is a divine gift, uh, somehow for some reason, even when I was in some of the toughest um, situations growing up as a child, is for some reason, I never lost hope. <laughs> so do not lose hope, my friend, for whatever the case might be. And the other, the other trick is sense of achievement. Set achievable goals. Celebrate the small wins. Count your blessings. Build onto the small successes. Now, this is a biggie. Why do I call it a biggie? Oftentimes, uh, people who are high achievers, and I know people in this room are high achievers, they is... People disregard the little, the tiny achievements. And I'm telling you, one of the best gifts you can give to yourself is start counting however tiny the achievement is. The fact that you've been able to come to this meeting this morning, you know, you know celebrate that. But then there is uh, something else I learned uh, from a good friend and uh, a, a client now. She's she's a Rotarian, uh, Goretti Navanoga. She's an associate professor at Makere University and, um, and, and also deputy principal of uh, 
College of Agriculture and Environmental Sciences, uh, herself and another client of mine, she's called Susan, Susan Abalo of Fawe. Um, she's the executive director. They introduced me to a song called Count Your Blessings. I never heard of that song until about a few months ago. And I was like, wow. And one of the lines there is count your blessings one by one. You see, when we talk about self-esteem, it's about how you're feeling about yourself. So meaning when you feel good, then your self-esteem is higher. So and usually we feel bad when we feel we are missing something or we've messed up this or we lack this or we so-and-so has that and I don't have it. And I'm telling you, if you start counting your blessings one by one, you'll be amazed that you have had over, over if you look back from childhood to now, <laughs> you'll discover that you've had millions of blessings, even the capacity that you can eat, that you can drink, that you have somewhere to sleep, that you can listen to me, that you have access internet that you're a Rotarian or whether you're non Rotarian, you're educated, you, you are so much ahead compared to the rest of the audience, the majority of people. So one of the, the, the thing I'm spending a bit of time here is one of the best gifts you can give yourself is count your blessings. And sometimes, so this morning before waking up, I started going through my, my, my the things I'm grateful for, because then that automatically makes me feel good. Is that something I do every day? Not always. It's something I'm pumping into myself to practice as much as possible. The other self-esteem key is relations. Make friends who make you better. Uh, make friends who make you better. What I mean by that, again, it's about that notion of environment. Make friends who make you better. But also the other trick is for you to attract positive friends, be positive yourself. That like attracts like. Make people feel better about themselves. Then they'll make you feel better about you. If you're nasty and you have this toxic tongue, toxic language, then people want to pay you back with that toxicity. If you're blessing people, making them feel good. Uh, yes, uh, last time I was at church and this lady was like, oh, Ethan, say something. I know every time you, you're you with me, you make my self-esteem go higher. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't know that. But that's that's the key. Do you make people feel better about themselves? And when you do, then, and guess what? By me making her feel better, I also felt better about myself. Also, acceptance. Be honest with yourself. Accept who you are. Embrace your uniqueness. Acknowledge your imperfections and let go of the judge in you. I know high achievers like us, we are so, so self-critical. And I'm here to propose to you that you have to accept who you are and accept your uniqueness. For example, I know whereas I'm excellent with the work that I do, whether it's coaching and especially speaking or communication skills, I know that I'm also uh, very weak, uh, at least as of now, uh, in terms of things to do with the numbers, Excel sheets and all that. That's not my cup of tea. I So if I meet someone else, I shouldn't feel bad that they are great in Excel and, and spreadsheets and mathematics and that me, I'm not. No, I am I am embracing my uniqueness that this is who I am. This is what makes, this is how God created me. Because here's the key why this uh, uh, point is very important. God created us in a unique way and part of what kills people's self-esteem and I see this and this is something I'm teaching my, my, my daughters is that look, Someone is different from you, and the way you are is special. It is unique. You, no one has your thumbprint. No one has your 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 uh, your DNA, so to speak. Therefore, 
You are created for a special purpose and reason, and you have to embrace that and know that you're a unique being. You're not meant to be someone else. If you, were, if you weren't unique, then there wouldn't have been a need to be on this planet Earth. The fact that God noticed that they needed a special new being on planet Earth like you to add some unique value to this planet Earth, and that's why you're here. So you have to celebrate that and embrace that. Now, here are some five workable steps to enable you improve on your self-esteem. Number one is awareness. What are your positive and negative triggers? When I say triggers, they are those things that make you feel excited and they are those things that pull you down. So when you know that, uh, so you need to be aware because one of the philosophers said, know thyself. I believe it's Socrates also said, an unexamined life is not worth living. So you need to know the, the things that turn you off or that turn you on. And then once you know what those things are, then you, man you need to manage your own story. What do you tell yourself? What do I mean? So for example, when I was at the university, I remember it was, I was in my second year and I was walking and I was walking with a friend uh, called Wycliffe. And I said, you know, I do not like my, my legs. He said, why? He said, because they are small. He said, you know what? You need to appreciate the way you are. And that was my first lesson in self-esteem, by the way. You need to appreciate yourself the way you are. And later, by the way, I discovered that uh, my legs were directly proportional to my body. Those of you who have uh, met me, I've seen a couple of uh, men of, I've seen a couple of you and many of you, who know, not me, I'm not sure whether many, but at least I've seen some of you who know me. Uh, you know that I'm of a slender scale. So why should I have a big leg like some of the heavyweights who are 201, you know, 150 kilograms? It wouldn't make sense. So my legs are directly proportional to my body. And I later embraced and decided to tell myself, I say, you know what? My legs are actually sexy. <laughs> That's the story I chose to tell myself. You see, there's a saying, there's an African proverb that if there's no enemy within, the enemy out there will do you no harm. And the enemy within is the negative story we tell ourselves. I also tell people that it's not what people tell you. It's what you choose to tell yourself and what you choose to believe. So you need to start revisiting the movies, the stories you're telling yourself day in, day out. For example, if you're there and you're telling yourself, oh, I'm not as sexy, oh, my legs are not as cool, oh, I am bored, oh, I look bad, oh, I am horrible, oh, I am this. That's a story which is bringing you down, okay? Even the Bible text talks about whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, think about such things. So what are they, and those things, it's really about, the story, the the most powerful uh, influence, the most powerful influence in the world are movies. Why? They are stories, and stories we believe those stories. And I'm saying you can be the the movie director, the actor, the 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 main character, you're the scriptwriter. So you can choose what story to tell yourself. That's the beauty. That's one of the gifts that God gave us. So you can choose to retell yourself a different story. If you've messed up before, and in my book, Confidence and Self-Esteem Secrets Exposed, one of the biggest lines I've gotten uh, biggest compliments about is this, that just because you made a mistake does not make you a mistake. So people equate their mistakes 
or their messes into who they are. And I'm saying there's a difference between behavior and who you are. Who you are is this special human being, divine being created by God. So those are just actions. So just because you took, uh, you made a foolish action does not make you a fool. The challenge is people equate the two. And I'm saying one of the things you need to do is separate those two and make sure that you tell, and most important, tell yourself a positive story. Step three is you need them to practice self-care. Take care of yourself first. You are the engine. And I know the, you know, like in Russia, we talk about service above self. That has its truth. And I also like to propose that you cannot serve, that the more you serve yourself, the more you can serve others. If you take good care of yourself, then the more you can take good care of others. So even before we declare service above self, so notice you say self first. So but I usually advise people, for example, when you get um, your salary, most people, if I'm not mistaken, you know, they are thinking about spending money on other, on other people yet, everyone else, and they forget themselves. And sometimes that monthly salary does not mean anything to you. And I'm saying, even if it is 1% of that money or zero or whatever, whichever tiny amount it is, can you take care of yourself? Go to the salon, uh, you know, get a foot massage or, or buy yourself a nice shirt, whatever makes you, or buy a nice book. Some Something that tells your spirit that you matter, that I am valuable. Because remember, self-esteem is about self-worth. So you need to refer to yourself as a worthy being by doing nice things. And this is an area that I know I still need to work. I'm still working on. I still am working in progress for myself. But at least I'm aware of it. And the other key thing is please never feel. And the, the, the challenge, though, is that sometimes people want to make you feel bad for taking care of yourself. Please be very careful about people who say, oh, you are also too selfish. Oh, I, this is another common line. Oh, you also like yourself too much. Oh, you love yourself too much. And I'm like, are you kidding me? That's one of the biggest killers of self-esteem and confidence in this nation. People just making you feel bad that you like yourself and love yourself. And I'm here to propose to you that from now onwards, look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself, I like myself and I love myself. It's one of the biggest um measures to boost your self-esteem that I learned from Brian Tracy. So you should like and love yourself and do things that make you feel like you matter, that you, you value yourself and that's self-care. Step four is forgive yourself and forgive others. You see, if you don't forgive others, then you're allowing that poison to stay in your system and you feel bad and then you stay in that negative loop of a story. The forgive yourself is also very important because again, when we uh, mess up, we feel very bad and then we keep criticizing ourselves. And I'm saying it's time to forgive yourself and move on. So look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know what? I forgive you and I know next time you'll do better. Uh, what that does is it communicates to your psyche that it's okay, that you can move on, that you can push forward. And that's the state you want to be in, my, my, my friend. So forgive yourself and let's also forgive others. Step five is be of value to others. One of the beauties that I love about uh, Rotary, of course, is the fact that we go out there and serve is that you feel good. So just know that uh, this is... Uh, I know I'm speaking to the converted here, but just know that you 
adding value to others makes you feel so good. I remember recently, uh, it was about two days ago in the neighborhood, I saw a lady, she was really troubled and she kept, then I let her, I was taking a walk, then found us uh, laying down somewhere. So I asked her, what is the problem? And then honored to hear that she lives in Kamuli and she had come to uh, work again and the person had moved on and she needed money to go back to Kamuli. So I had to figure out what the transport was and the details and I gave her support and some lead and a little bit of extra and i'll tell you i felt like a million bucks i felt good i don't know her name she doesn't know my name we will never we may never meet again but you know what me serving her made feel so good and i know that's what we do in rotary so this is some extra encouragement to you to say that you do that you're on the right track to boosting your self-esteem. And lastly, is catch yourself doing something right. Appreciate you. Enjoy the moment. So again, we usually pay attention, usually nine out of 10 times, if you've done 10 things and nine of them are great and one is messed up, oftentimes we spend our time criticizing the one thing where we messed up. And I'm saying, oh, okay, analyze that, see how you can bet, bet, how you can get better. And most importantly, congratulate yourself, thank yourself for all the good that you're doing. Just like that thing I did of my, that lady that I met. So catch yourself doing something good and celebrate. So here's your action point as we wrap this up. Number one is rate your self-esteem out of 10, where 10 is world-class self-esteem and zero, you're nowhere. Then if not 10, identify, which I'm, I suppose I'm not at 10 myself, identify at least three strategies from this presentation that you can implement right away and use the five-step model about improving your self-esteem. So this model is really powerful. It's a model that I've used for most of my clients to coach them one-on-one -on -one to boost their, their self-esteem. So think through on how you can improve that, and then you will see magic happen. You will see your self-esteem growing and expanding day by day. Now, as I wrap this up, I have to also say this, that the biggest, if I was to boil it down to one thing, that would be this, that you are a child of God, you're God's ambassador, and therefore, if you're a child of God and God is great, then you have to appreciate yourself, love yourself, remind yourself that you are truly loved unconditionally and you have to do as much as possible to love yourself in an unconditional way. Because once you do that, that's the core. It's just that we forget that identity people make us feel bad. People say all sorts of negative things. And please, I remember also Elena Roosevelt that said that no one can make you feel inferior without your permission. So if someone says that you're a pumpkin, you're a doctor, you're a boker, it doesn't matter. What are you telling yourself? <laughs> so sometimes people meet me and say, Ethan, you're weird. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> because I don't want to give them permission to make me feel bad. So you have to be, of course, that doesn't mean that you're totally insensitive. They may say things which are true. But there are people who say things intentionally to hurt you and bring you down. But you just need to remember that you're a child of God, that you're special, you're unique. And it's their opinion. And they are entitled to their opinion. They have a right to express themselves. And they also have to say you have a responsibility to restore your confidence and self-esteem and honor yourself and appreciate yourself and love yourself and care for yourself. And ladies and gentlemen, if you do that, then you'll be able to love and take care of the world. And this is what I would want you to think about what did you find most useful in this presentation you can type it in the chat box and how are you going to implement the lessons moving forward in your life and career stock business to boost your self-esteem so you can go ahead and type in the chat box for that and uh, those are my contacts uh, on the screen my personal email uh, you can follow me on facebook twitter 
that's my website. And those of you who are executives like CEOs or MDs, I also run a mastermind focused on executive communication. Uh, that's CEOs level and one level below. We meet every Tuesday, six to seven on Zoom. And then um, that's for the executive. If I'm saying forward slash executive, then the mastermind is for personal and career development. That's my number. And uh, you also have a farm called Success Africa, where we do a human resource consulting and training, which is success-africa.com. Thank you for tuning in to listen to this transformational episode. I would like to extend an invitation to you to be part of a special opportunity to make a difference in the world by joining me in a mission to reach 5 billion people with these positive messages. This is how, one, implement what you've learned to improve your life and career. Two, post a review of this podcast plus sharing with family and friends. And three, if you can, kindly send in your donation by visiting www.succeedingdaily.com forward slash donate. Even one dollar makes a difference. Thank you and God bless.